0: Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to... Ahead of the crypto curve, where we are creating Satoshi millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery on this virtual underground railroad. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change. Change the way you look at money and everything else around you because it absolutely matters. Today is Wednesday, September the 13th, 2023, and what a great, incredible day it is. We have several Cryptopian celebrities who have birthdays today, and I want to say happy birthday to Simone Mercado of Washington, D.C., happy birthday to Tasha Scott of Fontana, California, Happy birthday to Kit Kat Jones of Lancaster, California. Happy birthday to Susie Stevens of Charlotte, North Carolina. And happy birthday to listener Curtis Chambers of Quincy, Massachusetts. May each and every one of you have an absolutely incredible birthday. May this day be filled with all the love, joy, peace, happiness, and understanding you deserve on this day, which is your birthday. Let and it is also <laughs> Tavis Smiley's birthday. And I want to say happy birthday to him as well. I hope his day is absolutely full of all the love, joy, peace, and happiness he deserves as well. I didn't mean to leave him out there. But ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to have a shout out for your birthday, please feel free to send me a text message to 424 317 7373 again 424-317-7373. You know ladies and gentlemen we have an incredible journey ahead of us. I am actually pulling out all of my ex-financial advisor tools. Now some of you know I am an ex-financial advisor on purpose. Uh, This allows me to be able to say and do what I need to do to make sure that I disseminate the right information to our community. But I pulled out some of my old techniques because we have got to really push the envelope in this digital space. As I take a look around, and I really realize that uh, everyone wants to bring the old into the new space and it's not going to work out. And so I really started looking at things that I used to teach, like the rule of 72. And some of you may have heard of it or a net worth indicator. And there's something that we called the 50, 30, 20 rule. And I may get into a couple of those things today, just to help you understand how allocation Absolutely matters. But during these times where data like the data that just came out at, on Monday, I share with you that consumer price index will be coming out. It has come out. There are some interesting things. We're going to talk about those. But we really have to get laser focused on what matters. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is to to really pay attention to all of the signals and all of the uh, different aspects of you just got to have a 360 degree holistic approach to this financial waters that we are in right now. And I keep watching and listening to the economists and everybody saying the same thing. We are in uncharted. Waters and these uncharted waters are going to take us, they're actually going to take our boat in directions that we've never seen. But, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have your sails up. The wind is not going to push you in. It's just going to have you flopping around in the water. And we cannot be flip-flopping in this water because we will drown. That's a great analogy. I just came up with that right now. But I have to get our community to really understand what is happening. And so with that, the quote today that I picked comes from a gentleman by the name of Marshall Gans, And it states... Movements have narratives. They tell stories because they are not just about rearranging economics and politics. They also rearrange meanings. And they're not just about redistributing the goods. They're about figuring out what is good and I'm gonna say that again movements have narratives they tell the stories because they're not just about rearranging economics and politics they're also rearranging meanings and they're not just about redistributing the goods they're about figuring out what is good and on that note when we come forward we'll continue the conversation and understand why that is so so apropos As it relates to cryptocurrency and the digital revolution. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. So, as we look at that quote in its totality, ladies and gentlemen, We are in a battle right now, not just for those individuals that are used to redistributing the wealth, uh, to redistribute it back to themselves. We are looking for wealth to change hands because we know money does not disappear. It does not dissipate, it just moves. It is a currency. It moves from place to place. And while we are doing things to close the wealth gap, We have really got to understand and really take heed to the different things that we can do to make this a reality. And again, it's not going to just be solely cryptocurrency. However, I really feel as though Bitcoin specifically is going to be one of the ways that we're able to close the wealth gap. In fact, with the Bitcoin having happening in spring of 2024, we have a really good, solid six to eight months, ladies and gentlemen, to really get as much as we can get under our belt. And I'm talking about me. I'm not providing any financial advice. I'm not telling you that you must invest in Bitcoin. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. And once the having occurs, it doesn't historically make the price of Bitcoin go up within the next I don't know, month or two after the having happened, it takes a little bit of time because it has to settle in. And again, supply has to meet that demand. And a lot of different... Things that are getting in place as it relates to Bitcoin will get in place and then we really feel and I'm talking about those of us that are in the Bitcoin space. In fact, this morning I was listening to a gentleman that I listen to from time to time and he was actually sharing with his listeners that he feels like by the end of 2024. And this gentleman is not somebody that typically does projections or predictions in the market. But he was saying he feels so strong about our stability in the Bitcoin space right now based on the 2024 halving that he feels like Bitcoin is going to be around 300,000 per coin. Now, right right now today, you know, we're reading numbers in the 25,000s and some days we've gone up to the 30,000s book and then we've dropped back down to the 15 and then we went to the 29 and then we went to the 26 and it has been a year or so worth of what we call bear market activity. And this is the time, ladies and gentlemen, where I have stressed over and over to you, this is the best time to learn because it's quiet. All of the naysayers, Uh, well I shouldn't even say the naysayers the naysayers are saying see I told you shouldn't have bought that thing called Bitcoin because it's not doing anything it's not getting you any gains you're not going anywhere and to them I turn a deaf ear because I understand I'm in this for the long game and I won't be the one that says see I told you so because I really feel like we're bringing enough people along where we won't have to say that we can actually lead by example because you I can show you I won't have to say hey see I told you so and too by that time it's going to be too late however what we do see are things shaping up behind the scenes as it relates to Bitcoin and I told you that supply versus demand is very important however mass adoption is very important as well and as we look at how these things around Bitcoin specifically are starting to shape themselves Uh, We're looking at how altcoins are doing. We definitely have to take a look at them. I am looking at more and more of the quote unquote Wall Street guys trying to get into the cryptocurrency space. Not even just getting into the cryptocurrency space to participate in altcoins or buying of Bitcoin because they're doing that. And if they're saying that they're not, most of them are doing it secretly. But what they're trying to get in the game of doing is actually creating coins to make sure that they can extract some of that money. In fact, I met with some attorneys yesterday right here in the United States that were coming to me Wanting to start their own cryptocurrency. And I'm just going to have to say to you. um, Where we are looking for long term investments. I think anybody that's in investments are talking about money. We're looking for gains. Um, But when I talk to them and when I feel their spirit. When I sit on these Zoom calls. Ladies and gentlemen they're not looking just to increase uh, their investments. They're looking to absolutely change their last names and their bank accounts by not just a couple of zeros, ladies and gentlemen. They are playing for keeps, and they are—they have greed. That's what I feel. They have some greed, and hopefully, they're not listening to me today. I would, I wouldn't think that they would be on KBLA, if you know what I mean. But. I just really feel like I could feel the greed through the phone and they're wanting me to tell them that if I help them take this coin that they're trying to create and bring it to market, that within one or two days they could raise 17 million to $150 million because that's the type of games that they are trying to play to make sure that they have what they need to raise. And in fact, one of the gentlemen actually handed me a document and it stated that cryptocurrency and initial coin offering, which they're considered ICOs, just like you would have an IPO, initial public offering, and cryptocurrency, we have ICOs. And he handed me something that showed me that after after a couple of coins got going, specifically the one that he has set his eyes on, they raised about $52 million from an investment fund and private investors on pre-sale Now, for folks on Wall Street, ladies and gentlemen, this is what they want to do and where they want to be. They want to be in a space where they can make that type of money and, in my opinion, not really be held accountable for uh, what they do with those investors' funds because there's not a lot of regulation out there right now, and it's just really interesting to see Uh, how these things are starting to shake out, how more and more people are becoming attracted to uh, the cryptocurrency space. And actually, why? Because it's not really for them um, to do good. It Well, they wrap it in, in to do good, but it winds up. Uh, really benefiting them the most. I'm—I mean, I'm just keeping it real, and I'm not saying that everything that we have to do or should do should be for the community, but. When you're doing something in any space, I would hope that your intentions are to really help the community, to really help those people that you are talking about uh, helping and not just the bottom line is I need to make millions and millions and millions of dollars and in that help a couple of people get what they need or where they want to be. And so as I listened to this business plan, I really felt like there's an opportunity for some folks to get helped. But for the most part, they were really trying to make sure that they set themselves up to get the types of money that these ICO companies are getting. And so it's nearly impossible to keep track of the developments of these different cryptocurrencies and ICOs in this arena today, but the new digital currencies that are being launched Um, they're being launched now in other companies, countries in record, record, record frequency. And, um, they are just, in my opinion, a tad bit broken on the ethos of the cryptocurrency space. And I still stand by the fact that I do not want to be involved in anything that is going to eventually allow people or uh, have people losing their money or losing any of their investments or things of that sort because we don't have monies to lose. And so opting out of several of the programs that have been presented to me has really been what I've been doing. Um, And just looking at this one, even though they have a good cause in place I don't really see that they care much about what their actual mission is other than raising funds. And I want to say this to you continuously because there are going to continually be companies that come out with pre-sales and that come out with ICOs. And um, you have just got to really keep your antennas up in this space. If you haven't gotten anything Uh, From the warnings and the scammers and and all of the things that I share with you on a continuous basis, ladies and gentlemen, please be careful. This industry is not for sharks, but it attracts people that want to take advantage of other people, just like regular money does as well. However, they've already gotten into scamming and doing some of the other things that they do with wires and bank fraud and all of those things. We want to just make sure that our com- our community is safe. And so as I take a look at again these websites as these white papers come out and again a white paper is something that tells you about the coin it tells you the metrics of the coin it's supposed to tell you uh what we call the tokenomics it's supposed to tell you when the company's supposed to do what it's supposed to do just be careful about investing and when they tell you that it's a meme coin or it's not meant to make money believe them Don't buy it anyway. This is not a joke. In fact, I was thinking um, about a rap that came out with Sugar Hill Gang earlier this morning because we have got to understand that it's all about money and ain't a darn thing funny. And it definitely is not funny in 2023. I have got... Uh, My eyes on so many things that are going to take our community backwards if we don't get this right in the next five to 10 years. And again, with nobody talking about it, um, we have got to get the word out there and we've got to pay attention and we've got to tell our friends and family how to tune in and what to do. And I'm just really Um, I'm knowing that me being on social media, they're going to do the same thing that they have been doing is shadow banning me. Uh, My algorithms don't meet up. No, my followers don't add up because when you're talking about the real, when you're, you're talking about money, uncut, no chaser. uh, They definitely don't want to get that message out because they don't want us to be as smart or get the information that we need. So You know, I'm very limited as we are on, you know, as as we are as a community on sharing information, because they make sure that that information doesn't get out. And then when they cancel your accounts or suspend your accounts, when you come back, all your followers have disappeared because they've erased them and they made you start over from scratch, which I've had to do maybe three or four times in my cryptocurrency career. And if you want to know why there's not a lot of people talking about what we're talking about as it relates to where you should B. Investing are where we're suggesting that you should be investing with this four-legged we- wealth stool, which are digital assets, hard assets, veil assets, and legacy assets. The reason why is because a lot of people operate right now on fear. They're fearful that they're going to get cut off social media if they say certain things. They're fearful if they share the good news about dif- not different cryptocurrencies because I really don't feel like there's a lot of cryptocurrencies out there that we need to be investing in, but I am for sure, for my family that Bitcoin is going to be the one thing that we're able to add to our portfolio that will eventually help us close our specific family's wealth gap and so when you get into those conversations again they have done a really great job of either scaring people off or just really getting people frustrated but be not deceived or or do not be wary in well doing because Uh, some of us are going to keep coming and coming and coming, no matter what adversities come our way. And um, we just got to keep getting this word out here, ladies and gentlemen, and we've got to continue on this Underground Railroad, making sure that our community gets the information we need that is not cut, that is not deleted, that is not allowed, uh, because we're not saying anything foul or anything like that, but we're just educating our community. And if you understood the school district and the school system and the roots of the school system, it was designed to create and breed Workers and listeners and followers. And we have got to make sure that we're doing those things, that we're still getting educated, but at the same time that we're bringing up and growing people that think critically because we can no longer just take what people say at face value because they're doing one thing and then they're telling you something else. And we want to make sure that you're good. So with that, uh, cryptocurrency, see bitcoin specifically um, is one of those things that you're really going to have to pay attention to in the immediate so when we come forward after news sports and traffic we'll continue this conversation because there's some new kids on the block that are trying to get into our space this is kbla talk 1580 A safe place to go loud, loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. I need us to understand, ladies and gentlemen, about this cryptocurrency space. I'm just going to say it. We are screwed if we don't do the math. And if you don't do the math, you are going to be screwed. I just said it two different ways so you can get this. Ladies and gentlemen, economists are really looking at our space and they are figuring out that they must get involved specifically with Bitcoin. I talked to you about the net worth indicator, which I'll share, you know, underground. We'll talk about that because there's some ways that that needs to happen. I'm going to talk about the rule of 50, 30, 20 underground. Um, but we're going to talk about also, there's actually a three times rule about buying houses. There's a bell curve. There's so many things that we can take and pull into this cryptocurrency space. Um, and again, these are old tactics or old ways that need to be revamped and brought back into this new digital space. And I absolutely I uh, want you to know that the last thing I want to do is to patronize you. Uh, I also don't want you to assume that you know things that you don't, and because a lot of people are gonna say, "Oh, I know all about that." Absolutely, you need to learn some new things about, about and around these old concepts. And why am I saying this today? Um, because we need all need a refresher. And we don't need to put our money and understanding on the back burner. And let me tell you why we don't. Because Franklin Templeton, along with several other of our heavyweight financial services companies, join their brethren, BlackRock, Fidelity, and others in trying to get a spot Bitcoin ETF yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, I just wish I could shake each and every person in our community and get them to understand they are filing for Bitcoin exchange traded funds, not Dogecoin coin exchange traded funds, not, I, I, I'm not going to put my folks down, so I won't get into that. I'll just continue to say we are not, Supposed to be getting involved right now in anything of non-significance. Yes, you can get in something and make some money right now real quick. But that is not, ladies and gentlemen, the plan. We have done that and we still own less or have less than 1% of the wealth in this country. We have got to do something different. The red fire truck is going by. In fact, yesterday it blew its horn, it blew through the light, and it says Franklin Templeton filed for a spot Bitcoin exchange traded ETF Yesterday, becoming the latest traditional asset management firm to join the crowded race. Ladies and gentlemen, they are in a crowded race to participate in the Bitcoin space. And guess who is holding the coin that they need to function in their crowded race? Those of you that are dollar cost averaging and mimicking and watching what I am doing on a daily basis. And in this filing with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, Franklin Templeton proposed Coinbase as their custody ETF and that's where they would trade and that's what they would use. Of course, Coinbase, for those of you who do know the history behind Coinbase, I absolutely don't support support Coinbase because of his stance on black folks in his company. But that's another conversation. Uh, But what I am saying is Coinbase also reports directly back to uh, a whole bunch of federal entities because they have inked to deal with Homeland Security and all of these things. Again, I'm not saying we are in this cryptocurrency space trying to go under the radar, trying to do things offline. We're not trying to do any of that. But what we are trying to do is be self-sovereign, take control of our own funds. And so Franklin Templeton, Follows all these other financial heavyweights who have been um, in a position where they they are betting that the SEC will soon allow them to participate. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another feather in the cap of mass adoption. Now, whether or not it's the mass adoption that we prefer you get involved in, it's still another feather in the hat for mass adoption. No, I don't want you to get involved with Franklin Templeton. I don't want you to get involved with BlackRock because they only give you exposure to Bitcoin. We want you to hold the Bitcoin yourself in your own wallet to do the things that you need to do when you want to do it. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is, again, another hint as to where this space is going. They go on to say that a spot Bitcoin ETF will hit the public markets sooner than later and this type of a product will give everyday investors an easy means to gain exposure to the price of Bitcoin in their brokerage accounts alongside their stocks and bonds. I don't know how many more hints we need that we need to understand what is happening. We are in the middle of some building blocks they are building the building around us we sit in the middle of this building that just now got the concrete laid and we sit on a crate we may be sitting on we're not doing the crate challenge but we're sitting on a crate in the middle of a building and the framework is being built around us and as we slowly buy our five dollars our twenty dollars our hundred dollars our thousand dollars and we slowly acquire the Satoshis we need as this thing grows as they continue to build as they continue to go to the SEC to allow them to participate in their spot Bitcoin ETFs ladies and gentlemen we hold the Bitcoin they hold the exposure but we hold the coin I'm gonna let that marinate because when we come forward we will continue this conversation because there's a couple of things that you need to know. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. So I was um, asked on an interview what do I think uh, is the main problem or the main hindrance? for people right now in the cryptocurrency space or what is the reason that individuals are not coming into the cryptocurrency space and i think a lot of them are just in fear of the regulation and the reason why they're not buying any cryptocurrencies and or bitcoin is because they're thinking that it's not going to be any good anytime soon and after regulation comes down they're not going to be able to uh hold on to it And just like everything, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Uh, things are going to change. The world is going to change. The digital assets are going to change. Money is going to change. Banking as we know it is going to change. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be putting in the virtual underground railroad what bank is about to fail because I just got some information on that. Uh, And I want to make sure that our community is well aware of that. However, uh, we've got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that this game is them playing for keeps. They're not wanting us to have the majority of the wealth. They want to keep us at bay uh, all the time. I don't care if you own a business and I don't care if you're sitting here listening to me today and you think you have got ahead. It is not their desire. And when I say their desire, the desire of the wealthy, the famous, the one percent, it is not their goal for the other ninety nine percent of us to have any amount of. Of their wealth, they want to keep it all, and they're going to continue to keep it all if you continue to be in the centralized system. That being said, right now, based on all the news, I didn't even get an opportunity today to get into the CPI, the consumer uh, price index uh, information that just came out. But, ladies and gentlemen, based on all the news that's happening, people are really bullish about Bitcoin, even though Bitcoin is in a bearish state state. And again, Bitcoin is on sale. I'm going to continue to say it and I'm going to continue to dollar cost average my little bitty couple of dollars every single day because it absolutely matters at the end of the day. Dollar cost averaging is the only way many of us are going to be able to participate in something that's very, very soon. We'll still be able to participate, but we won't be able to get what we need to get. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to share that in just a second but Bitcoin right now is trading at $26,219 in the last hour it's up 0.07 percent in the last 24 hours it's up 0.44 percent in the last seven days it's up 2.03 percent Ethereum on the other hand is trading at $1,603 it's up 0.10 percent in the last hour it's up in the last 24 hours 0.24 percent and it's down in the last seven days 1.6%. Ladies and gentlemen, the fear and greed index in the cryptocurrency space has diminished a little bit. People are in the fear zone. The number is 34. And so again, people are sitting on the sidelines are pulling their money out, just trying to figure out exactly what is going on. And mainly because individuals that don't want you to get involved in the cryptocurrency Com, um, community or the cryptocurrency space for whatever reason, again, because they want to hold on to all the wealth. I'm just going to tell you do as they do and not as they say. With that same breath, I'm going to tell you that Securities Exchange Commission individual by the name of Gary Gensler actually decried wide ranging non-compliance in the cryptocurrency space in his testimony to the oversight committee. So as a securities exchange commission, he is um, our sec. He's the chair, Gary Gensler. He is preparing to testify next week on Capitol Hill, the same Capitol Hill. I will be at next Thursday. For those of you that want to register that same Capitol Hill, that I will be talking to and trying to help staffers as well as congressmen and senators really understand the basics of cryptocurrency and blockchain and so if you want to go to Capitol Hill if you're in the DC area I know we have a lot of DC listeners if you want to go and be a part of this uh, through the black blockchain summit you can go inside the virtual underground railroad and you can actually click on that link and you can get registered Um, But you can come to this event. But his remarks were written and submitted ahead of next Tuesday's hearing on the SEC oversight, who suggests um, he's suggesting that there be tough views on crypto. However, he still broadly condemns. Uh, cryptocurrency and he hasn't wavered any, he's not doing anything different, but what I am going to continue to say is that consumer protection is education, not a harsh hand, not allowing this only to be utilized by, uh, accredited investors which is where I think this is going and that's why I stated do a little bit now do a little bit now do a little bit now or I do a little bit now I do a little bit now because at some point they're going to try and make this about some other individuals who Probably already have enough money, but they're going to make sure that they have enough money by boxing us out of this situation. And so he made a statement that says, Given the industry wide ranging non compliance with the securities laws, it's not surprising that we've seen these problems. This is what he wrote. He says it's reminiscent of what we had in the 1920s before the federal securities laws were put in place. Now it's funny that he would mention the 1920s. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not reminiscent of what we had in the 1920s. It's reminiscent reminiscent of what happened with Bertie Madoff as well. That's what happens when you bring old people from an old space even though they're in their 20s. They watch their grandparents and they watch their parents rip people off and then they come into this space and become bad actors. But that is not the ethos of this cryptocurrency space. But they want you to believe that in the same in the same breath, I wanna say to you that being tough on people getting into the cryptocurrency space is not the answer. And what I see them trying to do is make it stricter and harder for you to get your KYC done, your know your customer. And we're expecting them to come in with a heavy hand and make it increasingly stringent in the near future for us to participate. So my goal is to get as much as I can while I can, and then put myself based on as much as I can get, put myself in another tax bracket, put myself in another bracket where I have that million dollars of liquidity because I invested in Bitcoin when it wasn't popular, because I invested in Bitcoin when the naysayers were saying, girl, my husband don't believe in that. I can't talk to him about that okay I'm cool with that but I'm seeing what is happening and ladies and gentlemen as these fire trucks continue to pass you with the sirens blazing you really need to make sure that you're putting your family in the best position possible and that's diversifying your portfolio with those four legs on that wealth stool and getting inside and getting underground and finding out where you need to be with what when we come forward ladies and gentlemen we'll continue the conversation this is KBLA Talk 1580 This is KBLA Talk 1580 where hate loses and love wins Welcome forward all right welcome forward So ladies and gentlemen I just have to continuously say that Cryptocurrency, again, trades 24 hours, seven days a week, and there are always, on a daily basis, things that you need to know if you are going to be involved in this space. Being in the cryptocurrency space, again, is not, it's not, uh, it's just not lateral. Ladies and gentlemen, you have, it's a, you got to build You got to build, you got to build, you got to build, you got to know what's going on. You got to stay on top of it because being in cryptocurrency for a week is like being in cryptocurrency for a month and being in it for a couple of months is like being in it for a year. It really moves that fast. So you got to stay up to date. You've got to know what is going on in this space. And the only way you're going to be able to do it is really plug in to a place where you can get the information as it is disseminated, because, yes, consumer price index matters as it relates to bitcoin and the cryptocurrency space yes all of those reports that come out on a weekly basis sometime every other month yes bricks yes all those things really matter when you are trying to figure out Should I buy a little bit more Satoshi's today than I bought yesterday? Should I just go ahead and buy my normal allotment of Bitcoin? All of those things matter as you pay attention to the news. And so we're going to make sure that you're continuously getting that information. And so I am going to say to you that there are just a couple of things that you can do right now immediately to make sure that you stay plugged in. I'm not sure that the Black Blockchain Summit next week at Howard University on september 21st and 22nd is going to have a live stream but you can uh take a look at it it's a non-profit organization there's going to be hundreds of us speaking uh, at the black blockchain summit about bitcoin about cryptocurrency about the metaverse about artificial intelligence making sure that our community is ahead of what is happening because we are going to get left behind um, and so that's one of the first things if you're in the washington dc area please Make sure that you make yourself available on the 21st and 22nd to get that done in uh, D.C. I will be there at Howard University. Um, And then. Well, on September the twentieth, I'm kind of going backwards. Uh, I'll be speaking on Capitol Hill to senators and Congresspeople and their staffers about cryptocurrency and the blockchain technology. You can also get a ticket to that if you're in Washington DC. And today in just about an hour, I will be talking with Mary to Medicine uh, Doctor Heavenly Kimes on her platform. So you can Google that or you can grab all of these incident all of these events inside of the virtual Underground Railroad uh, which is where you know we talk and we say it real we give money straight no chaser so you can click in there and get ahead of the crypto curve by attending these events and finding out what's going on so ladies and gentlemen as always I want to tell you thank you for rocking with me here on ahead of the crypto curve. I am continuing to buy Bitcoin, I am continuing to buy gold, I am continuing to have enough food on hand to last for three months, I am continuing to store medicine, painkillers and antibiotics, I am continuing to buy things that I can barter with, and I'm continuing to have enough cash on hand to get me through a few months. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, we are creating Satoshi Millionaires because we're making way for the DL Hughley Show, One Family Act. At a time one day at a time one bitcoin at a time one satoshi at a time and that absolutely includes you